Harley asked me to correct him on his last statement. He said, you get four more minutes of Matt Long uh, today. Um, you actually get four more minutes of Angela Smith, and that is a blessing. <laughs> it's always good. That's right. So, Angela, um, we before we get to the announcements, today's program, uh, we have Fran Rhodes calling in. Excellent. And uh, Fran is with True Texas Project, and the topic for discussion is going to be training and citizen engagement up at the Capitol, and we are going to be meeting in the morning for the first of uh, training sessions to come up with True Texas Project. So that is uh, on the calendar today, and uh, then Angela and I are also going to give away uh, some of the uh, secrets from the secret squirrel meeting. Well, maybe not the secrets. (laughs) But we're gonna we're gonna talk about the um of the Secret Squirrel meeting this weekend, and that is the gathering of grassroots conservative Christian grassroots um with ours by their names that um get together quarterly and um work on strategies for uh, dealing with um Texas. Yes. All uh, the leadership of Texas that sometimes does not want to um, listen to uh, what you and I, the regular voter out there, wants from them. Mm-hmm. So that's, right. that's what we do. So <clears throat> we're going to bring you up a report on that. First of all, I'm going to have to go by memory on the calendar. Um, so Angela, we're going to be giving. I'm going to. We're going to be eyeballing each other here for a minute okay. to try to remember. <laughs> Because uh, I can't get into any of my uh, notes here. Um, But I do know um, we have, um, what do we have? Is there anything? First of all, this Saturday is First Saturday Prayer um, in Kerrville. I'm Mm -hmm. going by memory on that one. That goes for uh, 1 o'clock. Excellent. Now, Um, I also know that in Lano, the Lano Tea Party is the first Thursday of every month. And they are hosting Raz Schaefer, who is with Hillsdale College. Oh, yeah. You know, we had uh, Raz made a special members-only visit to Fredericksburg mm-hmm. um, about right. a year ago, wasn't yes. it? Yes. In fact, speaking of membership, that is what's very cool about paying your, your paltry $20 a year to be a, a, a member in good standing with the Fredericksburg Tea Party is we had Raz Schaefer here. Yes. And uh, that was a private meeting. There were about maybe a dozen of us. Okay. That sat at the table and had the opportunity. And so if you don't know who's Raz Schaefer is or the Hilldale, Hillsdale College, this is, uh, this is a pretty much a big deal. This is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's and awesome. You'll, you'll, you'll love Raz. So that's this Thursday. Yes. And I believe they meet in the, uh, the veterans. Yes. That veterans building. Yes, right, they do. It's right when you cross the river, yes. um, the bridge. It's like one of those first lefts. In yes. fact, I think it may be the first left. It may be. And just go to their website, Leno, Leno Tea, Tea Party. Party. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I believe you uh, need to RSVP with them. They do do a dinner, mm-hmm. um, have food for you there. So if you're just getting off work or whatever and you're up in the Lano area, you want to get there, they will, if you RSVP, you'll get uh, on that list, and they will take your money and give you a ticket, and you line up and have something good to eat and listen to Raz. Raz is going to be talking about how to engage um, the youth or people younger than 60. <laughs> That's what I would say. Yeah. People. That would be, <clears throat> that would be a, is going to be an excellent topic. I think that those of us who've been doing this for a while 
want that information because we do want to uh, welcome those younger than us to take up this uh, torch once we are, you know, aged out, Matt. Absolutely. It's going to happen. It is. (laughs) And uh, I was telling someone this weekend, I recently had a birthday and I'm very surprised now that I'm actually the same age as old people. It's very weird (laughs) being the same age as old people, but yeah, I'm there. And, um, the other things, um, so that's Lano Tea Party this Thursday. Thursday yep. A week from Thursday is the Fredericksburg Tea Party. Yes, it is. And that Ooh. will be, <clears throat> that is Thursday, February 9th. It is our annual Guns and Roses meeting. The ladies get free roses and the men get chocolate cake. Um, the ladies can have chocolate cake too if they want. Well, they, um, they get double. The ladies get the rose and the cake, and men, the cake. Men and, get a bigger piece of cake. That's right. <laughs> and uh, we uh, GOA has been our traditional um, uh, speaker and organization yep. to come in February. Thus, we call it Guns and Roses, and it always ends up very near um, Valentine's Day, and so that's kind of why. Not kind of. It is why we decided to make it Guns N' Roses because February meeting is that. And it's also real good for scheduling because that's one month of the year that I don't have to worry about knowing exactly who's going to be there. Our speaker, GOA, every February, GOA. And this year it's going to be Wes uh, Verdell. And um, that, and he is bringing a guy who is a, uh, he is, I'm trying to think of his name as Crash or something like that. Slick. Slick. All right. He's bringing Slick. Slick is with an organization called Paraclete. Yes. And another organization there. I believe they're a security organization. Yes. Do some serious, serious training, not just for those that are um, in the business of security, but for those of us out here who want to get trained up to secure our own personal property. Absolutely. And he um, also... um, Slick, is that what you called him? Yes, we do. Okay, Slick is going to be here on, uh, be on the air Wednesday. Awesome. I have, uh, Slick is going to be on the air this Wednesday, is going to be either Wednesday or Thursday. Again, I'm sorry, I don't have any of my stuff. I can't, ch- I can't, but he's going to be here this week. This morning. He's going to be here this week. Yes. I'm pretty sure it's Thursday. So, uh, there you go. Um, and, uh, also going way on down the list, if you have last week's newsletter, of course, you're going to get today's newsletter. Then we also on Monday, March the 13th are taking a luxury charter bus up to the Capitol. The Fredericksburg tea party is for faith and family day. And, um, you can sign up for that now. It, the links are all in the, your newsletter. Yes. And uh, in order to get the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter, you need to go fredericksburgteaparty.org mm-hmm. and um, sign up. It's right there on that front page. And we have an awesome new uh, website we're very excited about. And uh, so, yeah, it is looking real good. In fact, one of the additions on the website, and we're going to be talking more about this, is we now have links on the website or downloadable files not links downloadable files that have all your maps to the state capital 
So every floor in the extension with the guides, it even has a map that shows all the buildings. Because if you've gone to a few committee um, hearings, you have probably found out that every now and then there's a committee meeting that is not actually in the Capitol building. That's right. But is on in one of the buildings on the campus. Yep. And so if someone says, well, you need to go to the Johnson building or the Smith building, um, that map, all of that is right there. Now, that's easy to find if you go to the Texas uh, whatever heritage or historical society website, but we're putting them right there on the front. It's Fredericksburg. much easier. You'll, much it'll easier. Be much, it, you won't have to flip through all the other stuff. It's going to be right there. And so I would highly suggest to our listeners that you get over there today on our website and just go ahead and, and download those and print them. Yeah. You'll have them in your little file of, Whenever you might be called upon or you find that you are are feeling the desire to get down to the Capitol with us and um, advocate for your issue. And uh, tomorrow, <clears throat> tomorrow uh, we're going to be at from 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, there is going to be training at the Capitol in the morning. Um, and uh, Fran Rhodes is going to talk to us about all of that. But you can go ahead and write the room number now. It is in E1.022, E1.022, and uh, we're going to have training tomorrow for those who are going, who are planning on going to the Capitol. This is a good time before all the action, before all the heavy hitting starts. This is an amazing time to go up and get engaged and uh, learn some things, and so tomorrow morning's uh, uh, lesson uh, tomorrow morning's uh, uh, training is going to be on how to read a bill. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that is tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. I'm still making the commitment every Tuesday, the good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise or freeze over. <laughs> um, I will be at the Capitol every Tuesday for sure, plus other days. But Tuesdays at 10.15, you're going to be able to find me sitting in the rotunda um, and if you're not sure what I look like or anything, just go to the Hill Country Patriot website, and uh, there's my handsome mug is there, or go to thematlongshow.com. Um, got pictures there, um, but I'm the only guy that probably is going to have a suit jacket and a biker-looking bandana on, so I'm pretty easy to spot. Um, so for right now, that is the calendar, and my apologies for anybody I left out um, maybe they ha- there might be a meetup or something, and I'm sorry, I just couldn't get n- the the gremlins are in the studio this morning. You'll be back tomorrow. It'll yeah, we'll be back tomorrow, <laughs> and I'll I'll be at the Capitol in the morning. Yes, that's right. Being live yep. from uh, my uh, mobile studio um, in uh, the Capitol, the uh, uh, the People's Republic of uh, Austin, under the pink dome. So we're gonna take a short break right now, and. Um, Y'all stay tuned, and uh, we'll be right back, hopefully, with Fran Rhodes. Texas politicians fear him. He's Matt Log. The Hill Country Patriot.
All right, we are back. It is Monday morning. It's the Angela Smith Show with special guest Matt Long. It's always a pleasure to have Angela in here. And um, <clears throat> we're going to be, we might as well go ahead and start talking about the secret squirrel meeting that it. we had this weekend. Fran was there, and I'm waiting for her to call in now. And uh, But Fran Rhodes was there. She's a part of True Texas Project. So Angela, just give us an, uh, the nut the, the the nutshell. The I'm I'm losing a word. Well, let me just tell you. Let me give you my Break takeaway. Let me give you my takeaway. Number one takeaway, Matt, is that when we talk about the Republican Party's priorities, and those are the things that are most important. If, if you and I talk to any Republican voter out there, they're going to hit on those priorities. There's a there are what it's seven is it seven of them eight of them. Yes, eight. Eight, okay. If, if if we talk to any voter out there, they're going to, uh, their uh, issue is going to be in that top eight. It's just going to be. Even though right. I'm always, I usually have a, like 20 that I want to deal with. I tell you, if we can get the eight done this session, it would be, we, we will cover some bases. Let's just say that. What I, my takeaway from this meeting, though, was from leaders from across the state, who are talking to um, legislators who are who have their finger on the pulse of this state and this country. I mean, we heard this week, we heard information starting at the state level all the way out to let's talk about the World Economic Forum, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, with that said, my takeaway is from these types of speakers, these types of leaders, if we don't get something done during this legislative session, if those priorities are not tackled, right, we're in for some rough, rough times ahead <clears throat> because of the consequences of not doing and the unintended consequences. Yeah, it's just going to be a snowball. That's why when Fran comes on, folks, let's let's get engaged with Fran Rhodes. We've known her for years now. I mean, she is a trooper, and uh, we've been working with 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 her in one uh, one way or another uh, mm-hmm. for years. And, yeah, uh, <clears throat> she started out with um, Julie McCarthy yes. as kind of a she was uh, probably like all the rest of us went to a meeting sat down, said, I want to get a little bit engaged, mm-hmm. and um, then became, I guess, one of the board members with with um, Northeast Tarrant County Tea, Tea Party. Party. Yes. It's, it's a, a mouthful. That was a mouthful, and um, but they had a really good group up there. They were getting large uh, crowds at their meetings and doing real good, and uh, they wanted to spread it out a little bit, and so... They have started uh, growing in other directions, and I got a flashing light here, so I'm going to see if we can get Fran on. This is uh, this is Matt Long. You're live on the air. All right. This is Matt Long. You are live on the air. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Fran. I can't hear you. All right, well... um, there we go. Now I can. Now you can hear me? Okay. All right, Fran, we've been talking about you. See, I'm glad you (laughs) called in. You're going to have to set us all straight. Tell us a little bit about True Texas Project. We were just kind of describing the evolution from Northeast Tarrant uh, Tea Party 
to the um, True Texas Project. Would you fill us, our listeners, in a little bit on that, please? Uh, Matt, I can barely hear you, but I think you said tell us a little bit about True Texas Project and what we're doing uh, during the legislative session. I hope that's right. That that <laughs> will Yes, that will work. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, so True Texas Project is a, a conservative grassroots group that started out as a Tea Party back in 2009. Uh, we have grown and expanded. We now have 18 groups located all over the state of Texas, uh, active groups with monthly meetings, social activities, and one of the programs we're most proud of is our Citizen Advocate Program, which is where we try to uh, motivate citizens to engage in government. And we do that best during the legislative session, uh, which is happening right now. So uh, we have committed, along with you, Matt, and Angela from the Fredericksburg Tea Party, to being at the Capitol every Tuesday for any citizen advocate that comes wants to come and uh, do some activist work. Um, we are uh, going to sprinkle in some training uh, on some of those Tuesdays. And uh, we'll do also do some legislative briefing updates occasionally. And if somebody needs a tour of the Capitol, we're happy to do that. We are all about educating and motivating citizens to do this. So even if you have never been to the Capitol and don't know where to go and don't know what to do, there's no worries about that. We will always have someone there to show you the way and show you where the bathroom is uh-huh. and how to find a legislator's office and, and whatever you need. We have lots of experienced people. So I'm really excited about this session. I think we've seen more uh, commitment from citizen advocates than I have ever seen before, and I've been doing this since 2013. There you go. I pushed some more buttons. Can you hear me better now, Fran? Nope. All right, Angela, Matt, you, you give it a try, Angela. Can you hear me, Fran? Yeah, I can hear Angela, but I can much better. I can't. I can't hear Matt well enough to know what he's saying. Well, good. I can speak for Matt then. So go ahead, tell Matt. What <laughs> okay. are we going? <laughs> well, well, what we want to do is talk about uh, uh, the uh, training and uh, starting tomorrow. Let's talk tomorrow's training. Sure. Um, so, Fran, tell us a little bit about what type of uh, training you have planned for tomorrow. Yeah, well, I've actually canceled tomorrow on account of the winter storm that's coming through. It's already getting bad up here in Fort Worth. So okay. we are going to we are going to postpone all the plans we had for tomorrow to next Tuesday, the seventh. All right. But what we have what we have in mind is from ten to noon, uh, we will gather in a conference room at the Capitol and uh, do a little bit of training. I'm going to do a session on how to read a bill and a real quick thing on how to track a bill if you don't already know that and then matt is going to share with us some tips for uh making office visits to the legislators offices and some do's and don'ts on uh doing that whenever you make office visits fantastic that'll be that'll be good and that's not tomorrow but that's next tuesday which i think is probably a very good idea most of us may in the hill country may be holding up a little bit too uh matt's gonna matt is gonna be there tomorrow uh, he'll leave okay. this afternoon, and he'll get there and be ready to go in the morning. So for those of you who might be in the Austin area or want to go uh, meet up with Matt tomorrow, um, he will be there. And, of course, 
Um, this is a great time of the uh, the session to be at the Capitol because there's not as much going on yet. Uh, there's not quite as many people uh, milling around, mm-hmm. so it's a great time to get to go to your legislators' offices if you haven't been there yet. Actually, meet maybe their leg director, their chief of staff. Um, become a little more familiar with the uh, staff in the office because that's typically who uh, you will be speaking with because your legislator is going to be on the floor uh, yes. doing what they do. So it's really, really important to get to know the staff in those offices. Is that correct, Matt? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Angela, would you yes. ask Frank? That's, that's a great idea, Angela. And uh, there's just not much going on during the session we first few weeks so it's a good time to get to know the building drop in on your legislators get to know them that's a a great idea Mm -hmm. another thing i forgot to mention that we were planning for tomorrow and we'll now do on tuesday the 7th is that uh, the huffines liberty foundation Mm -hmm. has asked us to distribute copies of their tax plan to all 181 uh, legislators and so uh, we have agreed to put our volunteers to work to do that. And then also Terry Hall with Texans United for Reform and Freedom, mm-hmm. uh, the transportation experts, they have a paper that needs to be delivered to all legislators. So that's what we're going to be doing in the afternoon next Tuesday after our little training bit. Fantastic. Ask her what was her takeaway from this weekend, her number one takeaway from this weekend. Yeah, friend. Uh, so we were all t- we were all uh, holed up in uh, Tyler this weekend with our at our secret. We call it the secret squirrel meeting. And our question for you <laughs> is: um, What was your takeaway? Uh, what was your major takeaway from this this weekend's meeting? Um, I think it was how scary things are at the national level of our government. Mm-hmm. Um, the presentation from Wade Miller uh, was in encouraging but um, scary in the sense that um, maybe none of us realized how bad things had gotten in Washington, D.C., and that this fight for the speaker and the the rules deal that that came out of that um, might just be our saving grace to get our government back on track. And then um, the presentation that Teresa uh, Beckmeyer did about the World Economic Forum. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't hear that stuff and not be just scared out of your mind mm-hmm. about what's coming down the pipe. So, right, right. Um, I, I said the same thing earlier. I said we heard a little bit about everything, especially from the state all the way out to what, what was going on at the World Economic Forum. And, um, folks, what we heard this weekend, you know, what we're finding is what is coming on at the World Economic Forum is trickling down. Unfortunately, the yeah. gravity is pulling it right down into the state level, and um, it's we're what we're fighting at uh, the school board level, for instance, started somewhere, and um, a lot of uh, I think it came out. From there. Tell us a little bit about uh, tell us about the uh, True Texas Project uh, website where we can find you guys. Sure, um, our website is www.truetexasproject.com. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I believe we're on Rumble now. Um, we do archive all of our, anything that we record ever gets archived at our YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, and soon we'll be on our Rumble channel as well. 
Um, everything we do is on our website calendar, so um, we do lots of training classes. We have one coming up on the 3rd in Rockwell. Another one will happen March 31st and April 1st uh, down in the Rio Grande Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do lots of things like that. And then we have lots of social activities that people can jump on as well because we think social activities are important to build community, and it, it, it's just healthy to hang out with like-minded people. So, you know, it might be a coffee or a happy hour or lunch. Uh, we do lots of different things all over the state that way. So we check agree. Us out on the website. <laughs> All right, Fran, thank you so much. Um, Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we will be right back. There you go. And uh, the TrueTexasProject.com website has a great map. They're called Satellites, and uh, you can go there. And uh, when they started with Northeast Tarrant Tea Party, they were obviously in the Fort Worth area. And um, so they started breaking off these little groups and um, that started mostly in the Metroplex, so people wouldn't have to drive 45 minutes through the through the traffic to get to a meeting. They could have a, a closer meeting. And then it spread out a little bit. I'm looking at the map here. I'm seeing that Lubbock County has a true Texas project, um, and it's good to see Travis County and definitely Williamson County. In fact, did you go to the Williamson County training? I know I did. We went with uh, about a couple of years ago when they yes. got started. I think I went with you, Matt. That's right. Both of us went. That- and they had a good, their Williamson County group was young. For It was yeah. They were under 60. They were. <laughs> they were under 60. They were younger 60. than me. They <laughs> were. So, and there is True Texas Project in, uh, in, in Harris County, Galveston, down on the uh, border, the very, very bottom tip of Texas, Hidalgo, Cameron, and Willisee counties, uh, over in Far East, Jefferson County, which is in Dade Feelings, um, home right. county. Oh, don't even get me started. By the way, Jefferson County um, chair of the Republican Party in Jefferson County has come out publicly stating that Dade Phelan is awesome. And uh, so Mm. we're not going to get any kind of censure movement out of Jefferson Mm. County, which is the only way to hold any of these R's accountable right now through the party um, other than replacing them in an election or you know, having them arrested for prostitution, which some up in the Dallas area have been <laughs> arrested. That, so, um, but uh, just, just hang out long enough, Matt. They'll all be hauled off. They'll all be hauled <laughs> off. But um, the 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 censure uh, uh, part of the Republican Party, where you are able to kind of hold and accountable a person with an R by their name, must begin in the county where they were where they're from. Yes, and so that uh if jefferson county doesn't if they think the the if the republicans in jefferson county think dade Phelan is awesome then there's nothing we can do about that i mean they're really you can put pressure right. on them um but uh they have uh they have been getting pressure um i believe the republican party actually purchased advertising in jefferson county last week um, and I don't know if it was TV, radio, billboards. I don't know how much they did, but they, they, the Republican Party in Jefferson County bought advertising saying, look, would you please do something about your representative, mm-hmm. Dade Feeling? Mm-hmm. He is betraying the party. He's the Speaker of the House and he comes out of your county. 
And uh, the uh, county chair uh, released a statement saying, we like Dade Feeling. He's doing a grand job. So let's replace that county chair. Isn't that the truth? Uh, The Republican Party prides itself on being a grassroots organization. the, The power comes from the grassroots. And I can certainly appreciate that. Um, so when you are, as a Republican in your county, someone that is conservative, you need to make sure you've got a conservative Republican in that in that uh, seat yeah. as a county chair. It it's here. It here we are. It is. It is make. It would have made a huge difference if that Absolutely. person was there. If Jefferson County had to come out and done something, it would have made yes. a massive difference. And you can you can load your county precincts with good people. You yes. can there's all those are the first steps you take is get your precinct chairs, and uh, then at some point, if you end up with a a county chair who is really not a conservative or doesn't right. like the priorities, doesn't of like the, the party, priorities, doesn't follow the platform. Honestly, by definition, you would question whether they're a Republican. Right. Right, Matt? Absolutely. Uh, it, it's time for them to go. They are not leading your county uh, like you're probably thinking they are. Right. They really aren't. So um, there you go. Um, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we're going to come back and talk more about the secret squirrel meeting and some of the resources um, for those who want to get engaged and when we, we want everybody engaged. So y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. He owns the largest collection of do-rags in Gillespie County. He's Matt Long. Born to be wild. Born to be wild. All right, welcome back to the Matt Long Show, the Monday edition with special guest Matt Long. It's actually the Angela Smith Show. has got her own Guns N' Roses music and yeah. all of that stuff. I'm telling you, this this cowgirl, uh, horsewoman, surprises me every time I turn around. When I heard a, a while back, it may have been a couple of years ago, she was a Guns N' Roses fan. It was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know. Conway, I thought it was Conway Twitty. I uh, know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm a rock and roll cowgirl. You're, you're a rock and roll cowgirl. Yeah. So there you go. So we have mentioned the secret squirrel meeting. What it's actually called is the Texas Conservative Grassroots Coalition that has been hosted by Grassroots America, We the People. And all of that, I boil it down to the secret squirrel meeting with Joanne Fleming. That's right. And that makes it nice and easy. If you don't know the name Joanne Fleming, um, she has been walking the halls and engaged in Austin for over 30 years. Yes. And I, this is not this is not a Texas exaggeration. Right, right, right. And it, it's not a paid position. It's not a paid position. Right. In fact, at one point in time, this is a funny story because I have a family tie to Joanne Fleming. I have a uh, he has passed now, but I have a great uncle who was a raging Democrat, and he lived in the same uh, district as Joanne Fleming. And okay. so he did not think very highly of Joanne Fleming because she was very effective. 
Well, her husband worked for a company there in the Tyler area that my uncle was familiar with, and uh, he told me that they were doing their best to get him fired from his job so that they would have to leave, that that's, oh, that's what funny. the Democrats were doing. That's my my uncle, wow. Don. I loved him. He called himself a yellow dog Democrat yes. um, and defended it to his dying day. And uh, there were even politi- politicians at his funeral and um, uh, Texas Democrats at mm-hmm. his funeral, leading Texas Democrats yeah. at his funeral. So I wore my uh, tie-dye uh, disguise uh, hippie outfit uh, so that uh, that I wouldn't fit throw, right in. Yeah, so I'd fit right in. But, uh, yeah, that is the kind of stuff that goes on in Texas. And I told Joanne that uh, story a couple of years ago, and she said, well, it never happened. They never got him fired. And uh, she is still fighting. Listen, this woman also just went through major heart surgery. Double. Double. Double something. Double heart some two heart surgeries let's just say that two Two heart heart surgeries surgeries. yes and for most of us we would say all right i've been doing this for 30 years i just had major two major heart surgeries i think it's time to um, put my toes in the sand Mm -hmm. and kick back but she didn't do that in fact she has come out come out of this fighting and stronger and probably healthier yeah i think she said she um what did she say? She was feeling 20 years younger. Let's feeling 20 way. years younger and actually looking it as well. Yeah, she uh, looked her, really good. She did look really good. Recovery's going great. So she gets us all together and has been for quite a few years. This group started out with a small handful of people. Right. Now over 200. There were over 200 there, would would you say? That it was right? around 200. I around think they had 193 is what I understood. Around two. Okay, yeah, almost 200. 200 people there. It is an invitation only. You don't get to just show up. Um, and uh, anybody I invite, um, if they make a fool of themselves are not principled or anything like that guess who gets in trouble i do right. <laughs> and That's right. so, so we're very very careful aren't we matt we are very 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 careful so but what is so cool about this is over the years um the conservative republicans um on the the um state republican executive committee yes I think sometimes we use these initials without thinking about yes, it. Yes, I know. SREC, State Republican Executive Committee. There are 62 of them in the state. Every Senate district has a uh, executive man and an executive woman. Mm-hmm. Um, if we had infinite genders in the Republican Party, then I don't know how many I don't know many what people, they're going to do. Don't know what they would do. <laughs> I don't know. But right now we still only have two genders in the Republican yeah. Party. And uh, so this is the SREC. They are the group that really, they're the legal decision-making uh, yeah. part of the They're the party. board. They're, they're the, board. the board, if you will, of the, of the party. So and, uh, Matt Rinaldi is quick to say that he listens to the board. The board runs the party. Um, and, of course, the, the head, being the, president, uh, the chairman, Matt Rinaldi, uh, gives lots of direction and absolutely is integral to the direction of the party. But the board implements and discusses and has um, uh, committees and, you know, subcommittees, and that's what we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, and it's so important to the direction of the party, of, of, our, of the Republican Party, and the party being 
the uh, the the, uh, the the vehicle for us to get our conservative values into place legislatively. Absolutely. So the priorities. This is all brand new. The uh, last um, legislative session. The they created a legislative priorities committee, and it was run by Jill Glover. She is the SREC woman from Senate District 12, and um, it was her job, and we saw her up at the Capitol every time I went. She yes. was up there. I mean, there was never a time I went to the Capitol that I did not see Jill Glover, <laughs> and she was there to make sure as a member and a committee subcommittee chair for the priorities in the party, she was there walking the halls to make sure our priorities got heard and passed. Well, this year they added, uh, she added sub-subcommittees. Mm-hmm. Um, and every single one of these is an SREC member. And that, folks, we are making, conservatives are making progress yes. in, in the Republican Party um, in many different ways. And uh, so what they have now is they have to cover all of the legislative priorities, all eight of them. They have eight SREC members now taking up each area. So we've got our protect our elections, uh, secure the border, uh, banning gender modification, stopping the sexualization of our kids, ban Democrat chairs, abolish abortion, defend our gun rights and parental rights and education. And each one of those is headed up by a member of the state Republican executive committee, one of the 62. Um, so I knew all of them, but two, and I think you didn't, Angela, didn't you know, you knew Chris Bird. Yes. He, Chris Bird is defending our gun rights. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, Kristen Bentley. Yes. Stop yes. sexualizing our kids. Yes. And of course, Jill Glover was head of banning the gender modification. Mm-hmm. Um, and then securing the border, our good friend, Kelly Perry. Perry, yes. Oh my goodness. Is she a fireball? Oh, she's fantastic. Kenny County. Kenny County. And, uh, she is, I think she's the chair of the Republican women there. Um, it, that has been her job it, in the past. In the past, maybe. I, I'm not sure she's still doing that, but maybe. And so the two people I got to meet was a woman by the name of Debbie. That's Debbie with V's, D E V V I E, Debbie Duke out of Senate District 22. And she is in charge of protecting our elections and mm-hmm. watching those kinds of things. And then the other one I needed, I knew John Kerr out of Abolish Abortion Rights. David Wiley, who introduced himself by saying he was the first committee chair to have already lost <laughs> all of his all of his fights. <laughs> <It's a> fight. <laughs> because his, his uh, job uh, was to help ban Democrat chairs. This is not over with. Right. This is not, there's a lot of people, there's even people referring to chairman from two years ago mm-hmm. who as being the chair of the committee right now. As if that's a given. Right, but that's not. No, it is not. Okay, so come come January 10th this year when they signed in, all those committees are gone. That's right. All the chairmans are gone, all the memberships are gone, et cetera, et cetera. It's and supposed to theoretically start over. Start over. With the new with the chairman um not whether he's new or not um and of course uh Phelan is this is his second term this will be his second term as speaker um so he's supposed to start with a clean slate if that's my understanding and he has not named his 
committees yet. Am I correct? He has not named his committees. So this fight's not over. Mm -hmm. There is still pressure that can be put on to Dade Phelan. Um, There are people calling. I know his state office. Um, I got a message last week from someone who said they'd called and uh, actually got through to someone and spoke to someone in person who said, that the essentially said the only reason they got through a living person is because they were busy clearing up their jam-packed voice message oh. system from so many people calling in Dade feeling that they're having to clean it out <laughs> occasionally. Good. So Dade, Dade feeling they need to hear from you folks. Yes. He is not that we think that sometime this week those decisions are going to be made. Mm-hmm. Angela, I said this last week when you weren't here. What do you think about this idea? Because um, our uh, Lieutenant Dan mentioned this on his committee assignments, and he said that the committee, one, the only committee left that had a Democrat chair, had a Republican majority on the committee. Would you, would you be willing to make that kind of deal with the okay. Speaker of the House? No. No. All right. Okay. It's it's like I said earlier. Even though you have your board, I mean quotes mm-hmm. your board, which is would be your committee, right? The the head of that organization, whatever organization it is, whether it's the Republican Party of Texas or whether it's a committee, they have massive sway and weight. The weight is there. Yeah. Um, would Republican committee members push back? It would depend on who they were. It would, and, and of course, we know, we know. That in the uh, landscape right now, our Republicans typically lean centrist. Right. So we don't have those that are leaning right mm-hmm. and are really stepping up to the plate. That's a minority of Republicans. Most of them are centrist. I, I wouldn't trust that they would um, push able, back. They would push back hard enough against even with a majority a, against a chairman. Okay. Carries that. I'm yeah. I think this would be one of those that. Uh, We'd have to see yeah. how that would go. I, I kind of tend to go with Angela because I know how many wimps there are in the house <laughs> that, um, I yeah, it could be very interesting. You know, the deals they made in uh, D.C. a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. um, that uh, put yeah. – they put powerful uh, – they put people who are not afraid to stand up into those committees. Yes. They didn't just uh, – uh, McCarthy didn't just assign random people. He mm-hmm. put Chip Roy. He put yeah. – um, uh, 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 yeah, our good friend <laughs> um, from Ohio. Oh, uh, Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. Yeah, Massey. Yeah. Those are the good guys, the Freedom Caucus guys. Basically, it's Freedom Caucus guys yep. who we wanted in some seriously um, important positions, and he did that. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a short break. We will be right back. 100% text on July He's 100% Texan. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. All right. Thank you so much for staying with us this morning. Our discombobulated morning. I can't log into my my email. I got uh, it's just one of those days. And um, 
So we have been talking about what the Republican priority, the state Republican executive committee has been doing, and we're so proud of them actually taking this up. This is brand new. They've never done this before. And so, uh, well, last session they they started. Yes. That was, this is their second session. So as you know, Matt, when you start something, it, it takes a little while. I call it fledgling. You know, it bounces around and you learn a few things. But this year we're coming out strong, and I think that the RPT is going to do a great job at advocating for the things that Republican voters want. We mm-hmm. really want, and we want meaningful legislation, Matt. That's the word, meaningful. Uh, not yes. weak and watered down, and we do not want our representatives coming back to our, our counties, our districts, and telling us all the things that they did, and it was the most uh, the most conservative session ever. Right. And, we've, and, and we're going to be telling our people out here, that's not meaningful. Okay? Yeah. That's not meaningful legislation if that's what they bring home. Absolutely. Andy Murr Tro- and Troxclair. Yes. Calling your names out, and Pete Flores. Yes, and Pete Flores. Don't be bringing home this watered-down legislation, that's and, of course, that spends a lot of money. Don't tell me that's meaningful legislation. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we got to hold these guys. So this is a great opportunity. I'm over at TexasGOP.org, yeah. and um, there should be... Um, and there is on here all of this information. I remember now where it was. Uh, the tab at the top that says hashtag uh, mm-hmm. TXLedge. Mm-hmm. All right. So you go to TexasGOP.org and uh, go over to the hashtag TXLedge tab. And there you will find the legislative priorities. You will have a list of legislative priority bills that the GOP, that this com- mm-hmm. these committees have said, these are ones we've looked at and we have approved. Yes. Um, and so there's a bill list. There's, uh, there's five bills under election integrity, three under border security, eight under ban modification, so ban gender modification and children, so on and so forth. So that is there. Um, there are also, let's see, reports sign up. Let's see what this one says. If you want to receive the legislative priorities by email, you can sign right there. Excellent. And, you know, I, I want to reiterate something that Angela said earlier about, um, about um, see, I just completely lost track. It had to do with uh, with with tracking. Oh, I know what it was. The, it is very unlikely that your topic, the the burr under your saddle, it is probably unlikely that the burr under your saddle is not one of the priorities. It it would be very unlikely these these days, right now. I think that when you're talking about election integrity and you're talking about the border and your and what's going on in the schools, I mean, who isn't who is a Republican voter isn't watching these issues and concerned about these yeah issues. very very concerned about them in now, fact maybe in the fight maybe you know going to school board meetings and as a parent and uh as we know here in kerr county and in gillespie are watching what's coming out of these public libraries uh the public school libraries what the teachers what the, what's in the curriculum i mean those types of things that people are watching this they even have uh and jill man you are so awesome Jill Glover also put on there a um, a site a sample email template. 
just real simple template. And this first one on here, you you fill in the blanks on it. Here's a sample template for your um, um, un, for your uh, to send to your legislature. And the first one says, "Dear Texas Senator Representative Blank, thank you for representing my district. Please tell me how you are supporting your Republican of party." Republican Party of Texas, eight legislative priorities. What bills have you filed or will you co-author? Are you committed to getting them through the committee process and to the floor for a vote? Just simple beginning of the session Mm -hmm. email um, that needs to go out to your representatives, Mm -hmm. asking them where do they stand on the eight, eight, eight legislative priorities. Listen, this is not so much as getting their answer and getting it on record is very important. Mm -hmm. But the other importance of this is that every one of those they get, they realize there's one other person, voter out there, who's actually paying attention to the priorities. Right, because they're betting that you're not paying attention. That's their bet. And they're winning that bet. They've always won that bet. at, At this point, they've been winning, Matt. That's You're exactly right. This session, we cannot let that happen. We, I, I, like I said earlier, the, the takeaway from me for with listening to everything from county level to WEF is that we have got to be con- constructive and effective during this session, and we have to have meaningful legislation passed. Absolutely. That, that, that is where we're at. And I'm, <clears throat> I have heard several people say to me that, for them in Texas, this session is the last chance for yes. Texas Republicans. Exactly. I've heard that, especially when it comes to education. Yeah. I mean, and look at the border, Matt. I mean, I don't, I don't know when it's it's going to be too late, too little, too little, too late. Um, I think we definitely have crossed that threshold, but we have got to. Our legislators have got to put to put meaningful um, stops on what is going on at the border they have to without a doubt and of course let's go let's talk about election integrity uh the srec along with uh bob hall uh, have come out and made it clear that the machines that are in these polling locations whether it be your poll pad mm-hmm. uh whether it be the uh scanner mm-hmm. uh and machines are hackable Yes. Hackable, folks. Last week, um, we attended a what's called a Texas First uh, Summit. It was an all-day summit. We watched uh, cybersecurity experts hack with their cell phones. Wow. Right into a machine. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there was a back door. They went through it. There were no security stops after that. And this. people were aghast. And and these are even in Gillespie County where we have still have paper ballots. We're talking about that pad that they check yes. you in with. Yep. So you may say, well, we have paper ballots in Gillespie County. But that pad, that, that check pad. in, mm-hmm. all of that stuff is all hackable. Yes. And uh, so we... As much as the modern conveniences go. Um, and that's what they're using against us. We all like the convenience. You yes. and I like the convenience. It's it's a trap. It is an yep. absolute trap. It is. 
And uh, so we've still got to continue fighting for that. But I'm telling you, folks, you're, there's going to be pushback on the local level. Getting rid of all the electronics. Listen, you can count ballots at a at a precinct level by mm-hmm. hand. I don't yes. care what precinct you are in the state of and Texas. Listen, they've got legislation ready to go that will make all of this doable. Let me just say that. All right, folks, we are completely out of town, out of town, and out of time. So we will uh, leave you with Lorraine and talk to you manana. <laughs> <laughs>